between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You neighbors amen and uh, this this season has been challenging a bit uh, I'm sure most of us would love to to, to be here you know uh, just seeing the each, each and everyone together uh, you know I just I just long for the for the love and I hope by God's grace that uh, everyone will help us in this province so that we can return to uh, the way we are. Well, anyways, God has also helped. Whether Satan likes it or not, next year there, there will be vaccine to to help things, so we, we can all return to our normal normal uh, normal schedule. Amen. Yeah. No more restrictions and all those. But I, I also believe like these restrictions that we are coming into in this season and time is it's not all, it's not all that bad too. Uh, why? Uh, because everything God does, there's a wisdom in Him uh, because there's something He wants to achieve. If Satan is doing something, uh, you know, God can use it even to bless His people uh, because every opportunity that heaven has, they will, they will look to instill um, movement for us. They will look to instill uh, healing one way or the other. Uh, why? Because what is paramount in this, in, in, what is paramount, what is um, important in heaven's heart, in, in God's heart, is to save our soul. Everything that is happening, everything we are doing is all to end in that point where our soul can come to a point of salvation mm-hmm. in the spirit. And, you know, this salvation uh, is not, uh, it's, it's, it's not a one-day journey. Right, it's not a one-day journey. Uh, it's a gradual step, little by little, step by step. We have to come into uh, the building plan of God, because God is a master builder. Uh, what He's doing is building us. Because if He if He if He doesn't build us, uh, what is in His heart or the the intention in His heart won't be fulfilled. Why? Because what God really wants to you know want in His heart is to have a dwelling place. Right, and if he's going to dwell somewhere, he needs to build it to his standard. Right, God can't just dwell anywhere. Imagine the God that God, who is pure, the, God is the pure. When you talk about some anything pure, the purest form of life uh, in this, in the purest form of life that you can ever see is God. Uh, I just want us to see that purity. That's the purest, uh, and there is there is no there is no room for compromise to. Uh, compromise that purity. That purity must be conserved. That purity must... In short, the purity itself is a, is a self-cleansing uh, purity uh, in the sense that it does not stay anywhere that it has not cleansed. Mm. It won't stay there. So, Which means anything that is approaching God, that is approaching, that is intending to come near Him, that nearness, right? That nearness, to come near Him, that thing is is a uh, you know how do I put it to come just to come near to God is not a, a a thing that we can just do like that or any creature 
can just do. Even even the four living creatures, they can't. They have their boundaries, right? The the, the only reason why they even are, they are allowed even to carry God is because they they needed to carry the throne, right? And also for them to have come into that place, they must have attained some form of purity, right? For them to be able to stay in that place where they are ministering, because what they are doing, they are still ministering in that place. Right, so therefore, God, God, if God would have to purify even beings around Him, imagine where He Himself will now dwell. Right, God won't just put Himself in a place that is not uh, that is not up to standard, and He's very patient. He's a patient and a loving God, which means He has and He has. That is why He swore by an oath. Uh, what that means is that oath means that even when God wants to repent, He can't. Because he's bounded by oath, right? He's bounded by his own word. If, if, if God, you know, imagine God has journeyed to the point in uh, that place in Genesis where he saw man, ah, say everything in his heart is continually evil. Mm-hmm. Hmm? In short, I would wipe out everybody, right? Uh, if God journeys there again, instead of wiping out everybody, what it will be in his heart is, okay, how can I save everybody? God is... God is not slack concerning his promises, but patient, not looking that everyone should perish, right? But everyone is looking that everyone will come to the knowledge of God, uh, of the truth, and uh, that everyone will come to be saved. And that is the summary of all. It's just that we'll come to be saved. So the reason for learning righteousness, the reason for learning charity and learning love is all program of salvation. Right, so that is that is what is paramount in God's heart. God does. God is not looking for uh, anybody to go and create something that you know is not. You know, it is not all. Is all is just looking for is for hearts and men to be purified, for souls to come to full salvation. Uh, and when you say full salvation, it means to come into to come into a place where they can stand where God is. Mm-hmm. So that where they can stand where God is, uh, I know everywhere everywhere God is must be holy, must be pure. It's a holy ground. Whatever God is, it must be holy. Right? So you have to be able to stand where God is standing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as at now, we know we can't stand where God is standing. We can't because uh, there is so much impurity still. But we know we have, uh, but by the extension of grace... Uh, we have access through Christ to stand. Eh? So one of the, the first place that we will stand normally is in the holy place, right? Uh, because you you first when you say stand, although there are places you can stand, you can stand outside the court, right? Like the people that will come, uh, Israelites, they'll come worship once every year. You can stand outside the court, you know, to give worship, but there are people that their journey is further. They don't stand uh, outside the court. They stand in the holy place. You know, remember that psalm that says, Bless the Lord, uh, uh, O ye servants of the Lord, who stand by night, right, in the presence of the Lord, right? So that presence of the Lord is not really the actual. So who stand by night, in the presence of the Lord, right? That place itself is not the actual presence. It's just a form of presence. 
is a, or let me say is an extension of the presence of God. So that extension of the presence of God is what is in the holy place. So there's a form of presence there, but that's not the full presence, right? So there are those that stand by night in the presence of the Lord. So who stand by night, right? Now that night time there is just typifying a place in the spirit. It's not talking about the actual night or day. It's not talking about that. It's just it's talking about a particular place in the spirit. So that night, night season is the holy place. That's how they that's how they typify the holy place. The holy place is actually called the place of the night, right? So like I said, uh the the okay, let me just finish that thought. The the place of the night is the holy place, and the holy place is also pure, right? Uh, it's, the holy place is purer than the outer court. The outer court is not fully pure, but has its own purity that it, it carries, right? Now, if you go all the way outside the court, out beyond that, uh, there's still some level of purity, but it's, it's actually not pure, right? Because if you are outside, you know, you are outside the... Because the moment you will approach the tabernacle, uh, the level of uh, no, the cleanliness, the level of cleansing, the level of purity changes. Right? There's a form of purity outside the court. And then when you begin to move into the holy place, then the level of purity changes too. Right? And then the people that could stand there are the people that are servants of the Lord that can stand in the holy place, in the presence of the Lord. Right? Now, I think that's where that song came Oh, come bless the Lord, oh, you servant of the Lord, who stand by night in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands to the holy place. Right? And bless the Lord, right? They're actually, they're, what, they're, what that song is talking about is the holy place. So it's, 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 a, it's a song in the holy place that they are singing. Right? It's a song in the holy place that those that stand in the holy place can sing. Amen. Amen. Now, like I said, and everywhere you are standing must be pure. Mm? The reason I wanted to just use this to uh, make it synonymous to uh, Moses. You know when Moses saw the burning bush, right? Uh, The moment he got there, the angel told him, take off thy shoes. The the place you are standing is is a holy ground, right? Take it off. That place is pure. You can't stand there with filthiness. That you, if you have to stand, you, you have to stand pure. Mm-hmm. So that so that shoe that is the take off your shoe is a sign of of impurities. Mm-hmm. So you've been you've been treading on in places in the spirit that is impure. No, you can't stand here with that. You have to take off your shoes. Take it off. Then you can stand in the presence of God, right? So when you stand, that's actually a stature in the spirit. For you to be able to stand in the presence, you have to have attained some level of purity. Mm? So that purity is, is, that purity is what makes you stand. Mm? So you stand in the holy place and then you move into the most holy to go and stand there too. Because you actually stand in the presence of God where you, are, where you come to. right? In the presence of God, there is fullness of joy and there are, right and there are pleasures forevermore. Right, so that presence in the presence of God is, is a different presence compared to that one in the holy place. So if you must come, then you must have attained some level of purity, right, by cleansing 
and cleansing and cleansing and cleansing. So you, they must have cleansed you and cleansed you and cleansed you to a point where you can stand. Amen. Amen. Right? Am I, am I speaking? They must have what? Cleansed you to a point where you can stand in the spirit. So they must clean. They must clean. That cleansing is necessary because it's, it's part of the journey towards God. As we begin to journey towards God, there, there, there's some purification that takes place because by the time we journey to where God is itself, where God himself is, we would have come into a high form of purity. Mm-hmm. Every step we are taking in the spirit is a step towards purification, towards sanctification, towards redemption. Right? Now, every step, you have to take, and you have to take step in the spirit. If you don't take step, uh, you won't journey. Why? What happens is that in the spirit, all you will be hearing, all you will be hearing, all you will be receiving, all that you will be getting are words that can allow you to take steps. Hmm? You will begin to hear words in the spirit. So you you come under an allocation of word, which which can cause movement in you in the spirit. Right. So, and one of the one of the saddest problem we have right now is that men are not moving. Men are not moving. Uh, but, of course, in the world, uh, they are moving. But the, the way they are moving, you see where men are moving, you can tell. Just have a sense. You know that where men are moving. When I say men are moving, I hope we can all you know, just understand uh, what I'm saying. Just pick it, discern it spiritually. Uh, where men are moving is not where technology is going. Is not where you no know, those are signs. No, those are just by by byproduct. It's not. It's not about where technology is growing. It's not about where uh, which uh, which, uh, uh, which 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 what is in vogue right now. What can I you know? Different different things. You know, there's a way you say uh, where you know where people are gravitating towards, right? But that's not really 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 how to how to know where men are, are joining in the spirit. Uh, if you want to, if you want to know where men are journeying, just check the level of wickedness mm. that is being produced in the earth, right? Mm. Now, the movement—you see that the movement of souls is what they are using their strength to do, their energy, right? So, technology is just that; it's just people giving themselves to search out things, right? Mm. That they search out things technologically. But they've actually spent their soul somewhere to be able to achieve that, right? All that is talking about what the soul can can do, right? And it's also talking about what souls are exposed to. Then you see what they are using their energy to create. Hmm? They now begin to see the mind of people. If you can just smell the air, you can just smell it. You can just smell where things. In short, if, if, if we can descend properly in the spirit, by just, just smelling, you can, you, can, you, can, you can predict where men will be in the next few years. Hmm? If there is no intervention of heaven upon men's journey, right? So men, men are journeying, you know, they are journeying, or just that, they are journeying to, to perdition. Then what was, what, Paktuf F. Emininan, Kulta Efta, See, and what we begin to see in these recent times, we begin to see levels of wickedness that we've not seen before. We begin to see, you see men, you see creations of wickedness, wicked, wicked thought, wicked, wicked heart. You just see manifestations of wickedness in different forms. And the funny thing is, one of the things that 
uh, we might we might for prayer of is you, you might you might you might almost think that that wickedness is righteousness because it will look so so appealing so alluring that just because somebody is not cutting someone, it doesn't mean that what they are bringing forth is righteousness. If, and the funny thing is that men are not raised right now to learn righteousness. What they are learned to actually, what men are actually learning is wickedness. They are learning it at a fast speed, right? Now imagine if that kind of soul is not exposed to righteousness. It is impossible for that soul to be able to to actually do any form of righteousness whatsoever. It's impossible. Because all they are designed after, all they are, all they are geared towards is just learning wickedness. Right? So it will be, it, imagine that kind of soul. It will be impossible for that soul to even think righteousness. To, to think it is, it will be far-fetched. You know, ah, I don't know, in my heart I'm just seeing that, that limitation. It will be to be far, 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 far-fetched, right? To be far, far-fetched, because the the soul, so you, the soul is not, um, it's not geared towards towards the life, because naturally, uh, the way we've been the way we've been designed, we've, we are not designed to respond to righteousness just by the reason of what we've learned through what Satan is teaching. And what crafted what Satan is teaching is love, right? Every what every every fiber. Eh? When I say love, I'm not talking about God's kind of love. I'm talking about Satan. Satan put in the 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 design of love, which by which means that everything everything that Satan created as fiber of lust, because it's no longer love is lost now. Lust, which means there's a pulling. And men would long to love it. And that in itself will begin to cause men to journey and begin to journey and begin to journey towards perdition and continue unstoppably in that part you know, when it comes to, to you know, journeying in the spirit. Which is why it is essential for you know, that journeying to stop. So everyone needs to stop that journey so that we don't continue to journey into perdition we don't continue to journey, uh, take steps against the law of the life inside God. You know, working against what God has designed naturally. Amen. Um, so, heaven needs to stop that movement. And then, heaven needs to begin to help us so that we can take steps in the spirit back you know, to God. Right? So, and that's where you know, salvation begins. Uh, when we get uh, we give a life to Christ, uh, then we'll, there there is a stop in the movement towards perdition. Uh, that stop is not stopped entirely; it's just slowed down. Mm? It's not stopped at all because how how do I know? Is because uh, you know when we even get born again, there are some things we are uh, unable to stop in our nature because it has, it has become part of nature. We are it has married our nature, and it is it is hard to let go. And at that point, when something has married our nature, it is very, 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 very difficult to stop. It, take, it, it takes blood to, 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 to stop such things, right? It takes blood, which is why you, you notice that when it comes to salvation in the spirit, they, also, they always have to talk about blood. 
Amen. Uh, I know, I know, you know, I'm not, uh, you know, reading much scriptures today, but hopefully I'll just read, uh, you know, some as we continue. Fatal me and all me. Uh, I, I know, but I just felt in my heart to just encourage us. Uh, you know, just encourage. That's just what is in my heart this morning. Just to, just to encourage us. Amen. So heaven need to, to stop that journey uh, and then begin to uh, retrace steps and then they now, now, they now begin to start the work of exposing that soul to words that can cause steps to be moved mm. in the spirit. So when heaven stopped that journey towards perdition, then the heart now begins to learn righteousness. Although the heart does not start by learning righteousness. Mm. Because you can't just move into righteousness. Everything in the spirit has pathways. Amen. Yeah. Everything in the spirit has what? Pathways. Has pathways. So when we get born again, what happens in the spirit is that we, are, uh, we, we receive a, a stop in the journey towards perdition and then we begin to the first thing we begin to learn is the spirit mm-hmm. so when we when we when we start the first we learn is the spirit is the spirit why do we have to learn the spirit because there is no you cannot make a single progress in the spirit without the spirit mm-hmm. it is impossible what helps mm, the God Holy Spirit helper mm, what Holy Spirit helps with is to come into learnings and disciplines in the spirit that will enable us to begin to now come to learn righteousness. Let me just open uh, John chapter 14 just so that I will emphasize that uh, help, help dimension of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So I read John 14. So I read from verse 13. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If ye love me, keep my commandment. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the word cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you yet a little while, and the word seeth me no more. But ye say me, because I live, ye shall live also. At that day ye shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. Amen. Amen. Uh, let me just uh, read verse... <clears throat> uh, I read chapter 16, actually. Mm-hmm. Chapter 16, again. Uh, John chapter 16, I read verse... Amen. Uh, what I wanted to 
to to speak about is just that uh, it's still the help, but it's it's coming in the form of comfort, right? Mm -hmm. Amen. He said, and this thing I said, I read from verse 4, chapter 16, verse 4. He said, but these things have I told you that when time shall come, you may remember that I told you of them, and these things I said not unto you at the beginning because I was with you. But now I go my way to him that sent me, and all of you asketh me whither goest thou. But because I have said these things unto you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And, he, and when he is come, he will reprove the word of sin and righteousness, and of righteousness and of judgment of sin, because they believe not on me, of righteousness because I go to my Father, and ye see me no more. See, of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. Howbeit, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He that glorify me, he shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and shall show it unto you. Amen. So as I was saying, what the Holy Spirit begins to help us with is to begin to uh, lend the spirit. Mm -hmm. So you now notice that here, Christ started talking about him going and uh, he has to send the comforter to come, right? Say, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come, I will come to you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. You notice he told them he will come to them. That's chapter 14, right? He said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. So Christ told them he will come to them. The first way Christ came is by the Spirit. Which means that the Spirit is the coming of Christ, right? He sends a comfort from himself. He's a comforter. He sent another comforter, right? Which is to come and begin to bring us into levels of comfort in the Spirit. So we start by coming into the comfort of the Holy Spirit, <coughs> which begins to introduce us and begins to train us in the Spirit. Mm -hmm. And that's what we call the earnest of the spirit, right? In Ephesians chapter, Ephesians chapter 1, right? So you have received the earnest of the spirit, which means a token, right? Which is a token that we receive, which we now call others, right? And we can see that in Ephesians chapter 1. I'll, I'll, I'll read it so that, you know, just to buttress that point. So Ephesians chapter 1 says that, uh, let me read from verse 12. He said that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ. He said, in whom ye also trusted, after ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. In whom also, after ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance, until, I like the word until, so it's an inheritance, until, the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. Amen. So uh, there's the purchased possession. So we are purchased, right? So, you know, purchased means you are bought. 
you are bought with a price. So we are bought, we are just purchased. Mm. Then what God purchased, he gave an earnest of the spirit to, which will now bring that into redemption. Okay? So we are purchased, not born. So we are purchased of God, not born of God. So the first step in our journey is that we are purchased of him. So when God buys us back, then he now begins us, starts us in a process where we journey to the point where we are being born of him, right? So we'll be born of the spirit, born of the spirit, we'll be born of the spirit. Through the process of being born of the spirit, we we, we go through processes. So we'll be born of the spirit because we are, when we are baptized, it's actually a bet, right? When we are baptized in the name of the Holy Ghost, is a bet in the spirit. So we bet we'll be baptized in the name of the Holy Ghost, which teaches us everything pertaining to the name of the Holy Spirit, right? So that one teaches us everything pertaining to the name of the Holy Spirit. When I say name, what I mean by name is operation of the Spirit. When you talk about name, you know, that's Matthew, I believe Matthew 28 or so, it's baptizing, they go and preach on it, baptizing name in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, right? That baptism in the name is actually is more of an exposure to the name, coming into the allocation of the name, the laying on of the name, or when you say laying on of hand, you know when you are baptized, you are, you are soaked in the name, which means you are drenched in the dealing of the Holy Spirit. Right? So the first thing we learn is Holy Spirit, as you can see in that uh, arrangement, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. So those are different baptisms will come to you in the Spirit. The first is the baptism of the name of the Holy Spirit. After that, we journey to a point whereby when we start using that baptism, it gets to a point where we are now, we are now exposed to the water of the name of the Son. Right? That one now begins to, you know, it's also, it starts gradually, just like Ezekiel. The same way, the, it's all of them start low, and then they begin to come up until we are full. Just as Ezekiel was, you know, being filled with the water. So gradually, we'll come into the waters of the Spirit until we are full. When we are full with the Holy Ghost, and we now start the water of the sun, which starts from the low also to fill us up to the fullest. All those journeys, they are going to cause a level of purification in the Spirit. So there's a form of purification attached to all those training. Then after a while, when we journey to Christ, they will now come into the waters of God. Mm-hmm. Then God will begin to you know, water us from the bottom up again until we are full of God. By that time, we'll be full of charity. Uh, well, so we'll be full of love. Because the, when, we, when we end Christ, we are moving into the world of charity. right? And then we begin to move into love and love in the Spirit. Amen. What am I saying? I'm saying that we'll come first into the learning of the Spirit which will now call others. Just have to explain now. As it's calling others, I will be coming into dealings and trainings in the spirit. Right? We'll come into training. And what, what that is doing is, Holy Ghost will now begin to bring the things of Christ. Just as we've read in John chapter 16. So it will take of mine and it will show to you. Those are all. They're just showing us processes, the dealings in the spirit. Although, if you look at all these scriptures, eh, it's just that at the, at the level at which we are looking at it right now, it's just what we are seeing, right? Yeah. When God helps us and we begin to see with another eye these scriptures again, 
There's actually another level of sight in all these scriptures that talks about God's dimension mm, of showing. But for now, we're just looking at this right now, right? Which talks about Holy Ghost bringing the things of Christ and then begin to show it. So what that means is you come into Holy Spirit first. Then Holy Spirit will now begin to call the things of Christ. So he will not speak of himself, right? I'll read it again. From chapter chapter sixteen, John chapter sixteen, verse thirteen. Say, albeit when He, uh, the Spirit of Truth, is come, He will guide you into all truth. Why? Because you cannot know all truth at this present time. You can't know all truth when you are just born again. You don't even know truth at all when you are just born again, right? You notice in verse twelve, He said, "I have yet many things to say." Unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. So Christ has many things to say. And you know, of course, when Christ is speaking, he doesn't speak anything lower than his name. Right? And as a result, you don't as because there's no capacity to hear his name, you need to give Holy Ghost who baptize us. To come into capacity so we can come into the baptism of his name. Right? So when Christ is beginning to speak, all that he will begin to speak is of what, what is in him. What, what each of those beings speak is what is inside them. When you come into the baptism of the Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost will begin to speak everything inside him to you. Now, what is inside him is what is made, is made, is made up, is arrangement. That is when, when you are learning Holy Ghost, that's when you know that ah, Holy Ghost can heal, Holy Ghost can raise the dead. What all that is, you're actually learning the name of the Holy Spirit. And one thing about the Holy Spirit is personally, eh, most of although we see all this act, but there's one important thing about it. He doesn't have a personal mandate by himself. Mm? He doesn't have any personal agenda. If you check it. In the arrangement, you notice the arrangement is Father, Son, then Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is who who brings all of them. The reason is because he does not have a personal agenda. His work is to bring all of God. Mm. So he doesn't have any, you know, you not know, like like Christ has a mandate, which is to teach righteousness. Mm. Mm? Holy Ghost does not have a personal agenda. There's something I want to. T- Holy Ghost is the one that begins to move us into all the dispensations of God. Right, so Holy Ghost will now begin to teach and teach and teach to a point whereby we come into baptisms where we can now begin to take mm. the things of Christ. Right now, all these things that I'm saying, all I'm explaining since is actually what I'm trying to get at is to learn of righteousness. Mm. The like I said, every step you take in the Spirit is to come to God. You need, you need something that will enable you to move in the spirit. Just that when they stop the journey, something needs to come to now enable us to begin to move towards God in the spirit. What enables us to actually begin to make movement in the spirit is the faith of the Son. Which means that all that we are learning before faith is not really for movement, but is for position for movement. Although there is an increase involved in there, one way or the other, right? Holy Ghost is preparing us to move. In, well, it's, it's, what he's doing is he's putting tools in there to be able to interpret steps mm. in the spirit. When, when everyone begins to speak to you, you know everyone speaks to us in different ways. 
Now, heaven can be speaking to you right now, and they are not speaking the same thing to your neighbor. Right? But all of us still need to, to interpret what heaven is saying. I mean, just like I'm talking right now, as I'm talking, everybody is hearing something. There's, maybe there's a general understanding we'll hear, but depending on the dealing inwardly, which is also very important, right? Like I, said, like I was praying earlier, our heart, our heart disposition matters a lot. Because what, what enables how far we journey or fast we go in the spirit is actually if we can set our heart aright when it comes to the hearing of the word. Hmm? Not to allow any form of... Uh, of uh, Weakness to discourage our heart. Amen. Amen. So we begin to, to yield in the spirit as heaven begins to address our heart. Address our heart. They are preparing us to a point whereby we can begin to face Christ and begin to hear him. So by the, so by the time you are coming into the dispensation of Christ, you would have come, you, are, you would have acquired tools eh, that you can use to begin to interpret what he's saying. And one of the things Satan used to do is to lie to everyone that you don't have anything inside you. Mm. And that one itself is a self-defeated journey. Mm. You know, all the things you have been learning, they are not a waste. Holy Ghost is not teaching you all those things for play's sake. You know, many people have been saying, oh, I'm not growing, no, I'm not growing. All those, you know all those feelings. Mm? When you know you are not growing, it, it doesn't come as a condemnation. It comes as a strength to encourage you to move upward. What makes us think, oh, I'm not growing, no, I'm useless, is Satan. It's Satan that does that, it's not God. Hmm? Perhaps you may not be growing. Perhaps you are growing. However, do you notice the, the God doesn't come to put guilt in you so that you stay where you are. No. When everyone begins to, I, when you have a demand, you know when you're having, then there's a way you hear word, Right? And then you hear a demand inside. I'm like, hi, ha, ha, I need to go here. It's not a condemnation for you. It's actually help that has been ministered yes, to you. If you will take that experience properly, what you do is you take that, that information you just have and then, ah, I need to grow here. And then you begin to work on it. Mm. Begin to work on it. Not, hey, I'm not going. No. You know what Satan does? You now begin to paint the growth of all your other brethren in front of you. Mm. And then you not be ah that one is growing me I'm not growing you know that is Satan, and that is not meekness, and that is how we are cheated of our growth mm. eh? because of envy, no meekness, and all those things. Why? Yes, sir. When everyone is speaking to you, grow. It's not about you looking at your neighbor and saying ah oh, yeah so that one is growing me I'm not growing you. Mm. If you're looking at it ah this person is growing ah I need to grow too. In a constructive way, is a different dealing. Mm. Mm? Don't be looking at neighbor and say, hey, I'm not growing, and then be condemning yourself. No. Mm. When you are learning and everyone is beginning mm. to, all those things, what you are receiving is mercy. When everyone speaks to you that ah, you need to grow here, it's yes, just mercy. Yes, you will notice that if you hear and take yes. that voice properly and you begin to work on it, you will notice that you have actually received grace yes. to grow in that yes. area. Most of the time, heaven brings conversations of places we've not been to in the spirit just so that we can be exposed to that kind of conversation so that we can begin to make steps in that direction. 
So that's why most of the time, when everyone is speaking and it looks as if it's above our head, it's not really, it's not really above our head. It's just to stretch us in the spirit, mm. to begin to yield to a, a kind of conversation in the spirit. Mm. And I'll, I'll be honest, eh, there's no way you can be exposed to those kind of conversations if they don't bring that level of word to you. How do I mean? When, we begin to, when I began to learn word of righteousness, I was not learning what I knew. Mm. I was learning something that was totally strange. I was then something, something, totally, something I totally don't understand, mm. but I can bear witness with it. Mm. But there's some level of faith better in me that gave me, I don't even understand, I gave me grace to begin to yield to those things mm. and begin to come into understanding in the spirit. But as at that time, I thought I even understood it, but later I realized that I didn't understand it as I, as I ought to have understood it. But later, the, the sight began, became clearer and clearer. Right? So don't let Satan begin to talk to you and begin to tell you that you are not growing. Uh-huh. If you are not growing, yield to grace given to you. You will grow. And, and, and I can tell you, as long as you can give yourself to hearing, you will grow. You, growth is very... Your growth is dependent on how much you are hearing. When I say hearing, it's not just hearing messages alone. That is good. Hear what? Hear messages. Because what mes- when you are hearing messages, what that does to you is it opens you up in the spirit. Pastors, you can't naturally think of, you know, it opens your mind. There are things you won't naturally just come by in the scripture, but just by hearing, you notice that your, your spirit is just opened up for more, for capacity to capture things in the spirit. And then what I have, that hearing now continues when you begin to meditate. Right, some measures of grace knowledge has been exposed to you, and then you begin to meditate on it. You begin to meditate on it, mm. then you 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 develop an ear for hearing, so that you can actually hear what heaven is saying. Mm. So, if that has an ear, let him hear. Yes. So, if that has, which means it's not everybody that has ear. That ear you have to develop in the spirit, and how you develop it is you begin to grow, you begin to yield in the spirit. Begin to respond to all the training heaven is training you. As you are learning the spirit, it's by the spirit. As you are learning the spirit, spirit is teaching you spirit. As you see, you begin to yield. You begin to what you notice is that you are developing tools inwardly to begin to receive things in the spirit. Hmm? That is how Holy Ghost would. When Christ is saying, "I have many things to say to you, but you can't bear them," right? You cannot bear them right now. What Christ is saying is, that you can't really, really hear what I'm saying. That bearing it has a lot has a lot to do with hearing it first. And also being able to respond to it. And not just respond to it. That part of responding to it, you must have done it to a point where you are carrying it. So when you are carrying it, then you will be able to respond to it. Which means Christ knows that there is a lot of work that needs to be done in the soul. So he now sent the comforter, the Holy Ghost, who is the teacher. He now says in verse 14, say, He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and shall show it to you. What means that what Christ can say to you, Holy Ghost will begin to take from him and begin to break it down for you. Bring you into experiences that will begin to expose you into the knowledge of the Son. And after a while, you'll be able to hear Christ. Amen. Amen. He said, said, it shall receive of mine and shall show it to you. So that is, and all things that the Father had are mine, therefore said I that he shall take of mine and shall show it unto you. It shall show it unto you. Hmm? 
he shall show it unto you. So that is how Holy Ghost begin to expose us gradually and grow us to a point where we begin to hear Christ. Amen. Amen. So when we now get to the point where we are hearing Christ is when we now began to learn how to take steps in the spirit. Mm. The point of journey is the point of Christ. When you, when, you get to, when you get to the learning of Christ is when you can actually start making steps in the spirit. All that we are doing before then is not, we are just, we are, we are on one spot trying to turn. They are trying to turn us. You know, they are trying to what? Turn us around the opposite way so that we cannot begin to make steps. Mm-hmm. And they are just showing us the, the pathway of, this, of the soul, right? The soul has to stop, turn the soul, and then the soul needs to now start taking steps backward. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's just the technology and the spirit, right? So, as we, when we turn, the part of turning is when we're beginning to learn Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost begins to, we learning Holy Spirit. Yeah. All that is happening is mm-hmm. we, are, we, are be, we are being turned and we are developing tools for hearing. And then what happens? Now we then begin to take steps in the Spirit. That is when we are learning righteousness. Mm-hmm. You now get to a point where we are now upright in the Spirit. Wow. 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 We are now what? Upright. Upright in the Spirit. Let me, let me, let me quickly. Let me quickly open the book of um, Songs of Solomon, just so that uh, I can just ex- ex- just use the word to explain uh, that uprightness. Amen. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Pra- Amen. 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 So I read from verse. I read from chapter chapter one. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'll read from verse 2. So let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth, for thy love is better than wine. See, because of the savour of thy good ointment, thy name is as ointment poured forth. Therefore do the virgins love thee. So draw me, we will run after thee. The king hath brought me into his chambers. We will be glad and rejoice in thee. We will remember thy love more than wine. Now said, the upright love thee. So there is the upright. Right? So the upright love thee. So the only perp- the, the people that they are capable of love are the upright. 
right? So the upright love thee. So is they are they are they are being built for love, right? So that is why they now begin to, they have to train righteous. How you become upright is you actually you learn righteousness. So righteousness is what makes man upright. You stand upright. That is how you can stand in the spirit. So when you learn righteousness, you, you develop a posture to stand in the spirit. And that's what I wanted to get to when I started the journey. You know, explaining how Holy Ghost you know, begin to teach and begin to expose us to Christ. And when he begins to explain, when he begins, when the Holy Spirit exposes us to Christ, then we are now beginning to learn uprightness. Then when we learn uprightness, we now develop a stature to stand. Amen. And that is how the servant can stand in the holy place. Let's just open, I think it's Psalm, Psalm, if you know it, you can remember, I think it's Psalm, is it Psalm 119? Come bless the Lord, all ye servants of the Lord, who stand by night. You want thirty-two? Yes, I want thirty-four. Said, "Behold, behold, bless ye the Lord, all ye servants of the Lord, which by night stand in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. The Lord hath made heavens and the earth." Bless thee out of Zion. Amen. So, like I said, this is a song of the holy place, right? It said, Bless ye the Lord, all ye servants of the Lord, which by night stand. And like I said, the holy place is a place of learning righteousness. That is where you learn how to be upright. And then, it is only people that are in the holy place that can stand uprightly. Amen. So, when we stand uprightly, we are already standing in the holy place. So these servants, these servants are they are not uh, preachers. They are not, you know, workers in church. These servants is they are a company who have, have learned righteousness hmm, of the Lord, which, which which by night stand in the house of the Lord, lift up your hand in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. Right, so they get to a point where they lift up their hands in the sanctuary. Why? They are, they are, they are about to give praise. Mm. Mm? They raise their hand because they want to give praise to the Lord. Mm? They are about to what? Give praise to the Lord. The reason why they are about to give praise to the Lord is because when you are in the holy place, right, you, you, you are being built to be to the praise of His glory. Mm? Mm. That is what Ephesians chapter 1 is talking about. Let me read it. Ephesians chapter 1. Verse 12. It said, That we should be to the praise of his glory. Who first trusted in Christ. So you be what? To the praise of his glory. It's, it's actually those that are in the holy place that can sing praises to the Lord. Mm? Amen. So this is to show us 
that it is highly important that we journey to a point where we are upright in the spirit, right? All these things I'm saying is just, just to show us you know, just the pathway of the soul. Like I said, I'm just going to encourage us this morning, right? I'm just encouraging us to, to not give up. In this season, in this, we can see that the journey is... is uh, well, I say the journey is 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 long, and not to discourage us. I, no, I was I was I, I wanted to say it's far, but you no. Know, when you, when so said that they might be discouraged, but don't be discouraged. The journey is far. However, it is doable. Why? Because if you can gain spirit, you gain speed in the spirit. No matter how far the journey is, you know. Imagine one angel killed a whole host in, in a split second, just one. Was hmm? Gideon? When Gideon wanted to go and fight war, they, they, they shouted, and what happened? Everybody was killing themselves. Hmm? What do you think was happening? Angel. One angel is just orchestrating all that dealing. And all the soldiers, they killed themselves. That is one. Two, when an angel, remember the vision of Ezekiel. Hmm? When Ezekiel saw the vision, he said, saw the living creature. Then what happened? He said, let me read it so that it will be clear. What I mean. So that I just want us to see that speed in the speed that it is possible. Hallelujah. Hmm? Hallelujah. So that Satan does not start lying to us that ah is far. I read Ezekiel chapter one. I read from verse thirteen. He said, As for the likeness okay, no, let me know if, let me read from verse. Four, he said, and I looked and behold, a whirlwind came, and out of the north a great cloud, and a fire enfolding itself, and a brightness was about it, and out of the mist thereof, as the color of amber, out of the mist of the fire. Also, out of the mist thereof came the likeness of four living creatures, and it was their appearance, they had the likeness of a man, and every one had four faces, and every one had four wings. And their feet were straight feet, and the sole of their feet was like the sole of a calf, calf's foot, and they sparkled like the color of burnished brass. And they had the hands of a man under their wings, on their foresight, and they therefore had their faces and their wings. Their wings were joined one to another, they turned not when they went, they went every one straight forward. As for the likeness of their faces, Therefore had the face of a man and the face of a lion on the right side. The four had the faces of an ox on the left side. And therefore had the face of an, e- of an eagle. But, but where their faces and their wings were stretched upward. Thus were their faces, sorry. Thus were their faces and their wings were stretched upward. Two wings of every one were joined one to another and two covered their bodies. And they went, everyone straight forward, whither the spirit was to go. They went and they turned not when they went. See, as for the likeness of the living creatures, the appearance was like burning coals of fire and like the appearance of lambs. And it went up and down amongst the living creature and the fire was bright and out of the fire went forth lightning. And the living creature ran. Mm-hmm. And what? And the living creatures ran and returned as the appearance of a flash of lightning. Hmm? And the living creature was ran and returned as the appearance of a flash 
of lightning. What they are trying to show is their fast speed. You know how light. You know how lightning. When lightning, when a lightning strike, it's almost immediate. You, if you don't look, you won't see it. If you are not staring at the point where it happened, you won't see it. And if it happened and you try to look, it has already gone. But this is just the the build of the cherubs. Imagine if we are now coming into the build of Christ. You will gain faster speed in the spirit. How? The way they give a natural man is different from the way they give a spiritual man things. All they do to... See, heaven is very tactical when they are building. When they are building you with righteousness, what are they doing? They are trying to make you spiritual. When they make you spiritual, you become a spirit. Now, as at that time, what they are doing, they are building you, they are giving you spirit to become spiritual. Once you become spiritual, you have become a spirit. That at that time, the way they give things to you is faster, which means you can learn God faster than you learn Christ. Which means that there is hope. So even though it seems as if the journey is far, it is not far. Every obedience daily eh, sums up to speed in the spirit. So we should continue to learn. So like I was saying, this season and in this time, is built for us so that we can begin to yield faster. It's also built for the salvation of our soul. Hmm? Even as they are, you know, setting us, oh, everybody stay aside, and all of us, we are, we are forced to listen online. This will also test your faithfulness in the world. You know, test your heart. How are you seeing the world? How, are you, how have you taken this world? Hmm? Is this something you can just, you know, ah, take and just go away? Okay, you know, you know, you know, you know there's those times you just, you just, you know, tune in and then you just play for a bit, you know, you go up and then you come back later. Hmm? I, I understand, you know, when there is, you know, something you actually, actually do, maybe you're at work or, you know, different things. But, you know, when you are not at work, there's no problem. But, you know, you're just, your soul is just, you know, switching off, you know, zoning, you know, it's also a time to train the soul so that the soul can, you, the soul can be subjected to hear righteousness. It's all a learning, it's all a training. We are all being trained. Heaven is using everything around you to train you how to respond in the spirit. Hmm? Even if there's any problem in the heart, this season is the time to correct the heart so that heaven can help us so that we can ascend in the spirit and yield to righteousness. Amen. So like I said, I just want to encourage us. Don't let Satan train, uh, cheat you and me in this season and time. There's a great help. There is, I can see there's a door that is being opened for us in this season and time. There's a feast they're about to prepare before us. Yeah? He's preparing a feast of fat things before us to feed on. Mm. And let us not let us not miss it in the spirit. Let us yield ourselves to righteousness. Let us just cry to God for yeah. to respond to life in the spirit. And heaven will help us. I believe I've been able to encourage us, right? Have I? Have I encouraged us? You know, it is all about the salvation of the soul. They are saving us. They are bringing us to salvation. Whatever is happening, heaven is using it to still save us. They use it to correct different things. Even me that I'm here, even to correct you know, different things. As, as we are, you know, we are hearing the word, we are learning, we are all yielding in the spirit. And one thing I just want to encourage each and every one of us is to learn to yield to, to God in the spirit. Don't ever think anything is of your own strength. You can of your own strength do nothing. Just learn 
to yield in the spirit and submit to the spirit. You'll notice every time you submit to the spirit, there is great help in the spirit to, to function and to yield. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I hope, uh, I hope by this today, uh, we have been encouraged in the spirit. We have been encouraged to continue uh, in the word. We have been encouraged to continue to yield to righteousness. And we are you know, being encouraged that even though uh, many may not be hearing what we are hearing, but God has uh, a will and God has a plan. And by God's grace, we all come to, you know, uh, to fruition, uh, will be a fruit in the spirit and yeah. heart and souls Amen. will begin to yield even to righteousness. Even as, 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 as the body of Christ will begin to, to respond to righteousness, even Amen. to learn of righteousness in the spirit. Let us begin to thank God for today. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your righteousness. We thank you for all that you are doing. To be the exalted. Mali Natalia, Efito, 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 Ufeta Kalia, Eskenento, Upraninta, Upraninto, Lufari Makaya, Njite Lekrito, Stepelia, Njite Mania, Aninto, 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 Kulite, Eprifi, Eprifi, Estunosita, Eprestuto, Soto Nusatania, Exilia, 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 Ojifa, Ojifa, Nosalia, Okosepta, Okosepi, Efrito Funemahati, Enduti, 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 Epricatosi, 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 Josephorina, Eprito, 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 Epitoloria, 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 Estelia, 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 Estelia. Oh, let's just begin to pray for help in the spirit. Uh, no, I know we've prayed earlier, but let's just pray for help in the spirit. Uh, you know, we need so much help in this season and time to yield. Uh, even in any ways that we have not been able to see righteousness, we've not been able to come into meekness in the spirit, even for to yield to righteousness. We need help. We need help. We need, you know, Satan is fighting you and I daily, even to, to, to let go of this world. To let go. What they want is you are holding on to something which is the word of righteousness, and Satan wants you to let go of that word, and therefore they are bringing discouragements every day. Different things they can even use your your your, your brother to, to discourage you, and you know, the brother might not have even done anything. It just it's just Satan trying to 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 deter the journey in the spirit. Different things Satan would stoop to any tactics, any means to discourage you in the spirit, just to so that you just so that you can drop what you are learning. Let us begin to pray for help in the spirit and for judgment to begin to come upon spirit that is causing weights, weights that is besetting us in the spirit. Latima, Harmekonote, Enjita, Enjita, Epraye, Oprakaste. Let's help come. Let's help come. Thank you, Father. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's just thank God. Father, we thank you. I'll give you praise for today. We thank you for your word. We thank you for encouraging us. We thank you for implanting your spirit in our heart this morning. So be there, exalted Lord, in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, we pray this morning, O Lord, and this afternoon. 
we ask, Lord, that you will give us grace and strength to be encouraged in our spirit, yes, even with, with, with regards to our journey in righteousness in the name of Jesus. Yeah. We ask for every heart that is discouraged right now. We ask for every heart that is wrestling, even with spirit. Uh, we ask, Lord, that you bring judgment upon Amen. spirit and give strength to each heart, Amen. even to yield to your righteousness Amen. in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray, O oh Lord, for every, every voice that is speaking uh, contrary to your voice, yes, even to cause heart uh, to be wearied. We ask, Lord, that you will silence those voices yes, in the mighty name of Amen. Jesus. Father, we pray, O oh Lord, you, Lord, that by your mercy and your grace, Amen. we'll come into the strength of your power Amen. in this season and time Amen. to begin to respond to yes, your life Lord. in the name of yes, Jesus. Lord. Father, we agree with your spirit, O oh Lord, even yes, to begin to learn of your good savour, of your good pleasure. Even yes, in this Lord. season and time, yes, in the Lord. name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we pray, O oh Lord, Amen. for strength to Amen. access your Amen. blessing for us Amen. in this season and time. Amen. Encourage our heart, yes, encourage Lord. our soul, encourage yes, our spirit. Lord. Let our yes, hearts Lord. be encouraged Amen. in your word. Amen. Thank you, Father, thank you, because you've answered our prayers. Yes, we Lord. thank you because you've uh, you, 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 you helped us already. Thank, thank you, you Father, for in Jesus' yes, mighty name. We have prayed. Amen. 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 Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us online. Uh, and just a little bit of announcement. Uh, School of the Spirit uh, is January of 5th to 9th. Hallelujah. I know we are excited uh, for us that want to take some time off uh, just to be able to follow the meeting as the meeting will be online. Uh, we can prepare. And also, anamnesis uh, from EGFM is starting uh, December. Uh, it's the second week of December. Let's just, uh, just uh, prepare our heart. It's a three-day feast. Uh, it's a feast of five things indeed. And it's, it's about remembering the Lord. What an anamnesis means, remembering mm -hmm. the Lord. Yeah. Uh, remembering the Lord. Uh, and God asked to help us and encourage us to Amen. continue to remember uh, Him uh, day after day, night after night. Uh, it's from December 9th to 12th, uh, and I pray that we'll be blessed. I know we'll be blessed. Let's just Amen. begin to prepare our attitude. I know uh, prayer meetings have been ongoing. I uh, hope we've been following, but uh, if not, we, you know, we can still listen uh, back, and then God will help us. Uh, Pastor El Nit Op Almina, Enjuta Anima Alina, Atonia Atisa Afil Alma Almika, Atuk Amika, Amikatona, Hasta, Esufinita, Enjut Kaya Edisha. I just hear in my spirit. Uh, even I'm using this season even to cause you, even to come into feast. Even feast, I'm even preparing feast for you in this season and in this time. Even to cause you to journey. For I'm doing a great work in you in this season and in this time. For I have prepared a feast for you. Even a feast of fighting, even to cause you to be strengthened with might in the spirit. Even to cause you to be strengthened in your inner man. For I'm here and I'm proposing my heart even to save you. For I will yet save you. And Amen. I am saving you. Amen. And in this season, I have prepared for you even help in the spirit. Amen. Help in the spirit. Amen. For I am moving you up higher. I'm moving you up higher. Amen. For it is great help. I'm bringing great help. I'm bringing great help for you. I'm bringing great help for you in this spirit. I'm bringing great help. Great help. Even to help you. You want to journey further. You want to cause you to be strengthened. You want to cause you to be strengthened. You want to be strengthened. You want to be strengthened. You want to be strengthened with feasting. 
with food, even with fish that you will even, even feed on, even for times and times to come, even to cause you to enter. Amen. I will grant you an entrance. Amen. I will grant you an entrance into my chambers. Amen. I will grant you an entrance. I will grant you even to cause to cause you to come in into my temple, even to learn of me, even to show you great and mighty things which you know not. I'm helping you in this season. Set your heart, prepare your heart, for I will visit you. I will visit you. I am visiting houses. I am visiting souls. I am visiting hearts. I will visit you, and I will visit you again. I am visiting you again. I will visit you. I will come to you. I will come to you. Prepare your heart to receive me. To receive me. For I will come to you. I will come to you. I will come to you. And impact life in you. I am here in this season. I am here. I am here. I am coming. I am coming. I have come. I am coming to you. I am coming to you. Open up your heart. Open up your mind. Open up your soul. Prepare for me. Prepare for my coming. For I will visit you with a great hand. And I will bless you. I will bless you. And bless you. And bless you indeed. Say the spirit. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you. Holy Spirit, we give you praise. Thank you. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth.